Shulam Aleichem. Today, what I'd like to do is discuss with you the Otsar Beit Din. Um, I guess you could call it law or leniency or whatever you want to call it, which is extremely important here in Israel uh, during the year of Shemitah. And uh, we're going to try to understand it based on the uh, book of Rav Rimon, Shemitah Halacha Korah. And a bit also from Pnini Halacha of Rav Malamin. So, Otsar Beiti may be the best solution for us to eat fruit here in the year of Shemitah in the best way possible. At least that is the claim of many, including Rav Rimon. So it all begins with a Tosefta. Tosefta is similar to a Mishnah written in times, And the Tosefta is noted that originally... The Beitin would send Shlitim, they would send messengers, and their job was to gather fruits and vegetables, olives, grapes, dates, from the fields during the seventh year. And they would see, if they saw people working, they would punish them. And if, they, if not, they would gather the produce, make big, let's say, from the dates, big date cakes, and then give out to each family some fruit and some vegetables. So, not a lot, but let's say enough for three days. That's the Tosefta. So the obvious question is, wait a second, I thought you're not allowed to work the land in the seventh year. Isn't that the whole point? So how could the Beisdin, the frumest people, the high court, be violating the laws of Shemitah, seemingly? What's going on here? So the Ramban suggests that the whole idea behind Shemitah is that we should recognize that there is a God and he controls the earth. So an owner must relinquish his ownership. But here, it's the Bezdin. They're not owning the land. They're just acting on behalf of the community. So in that case, there would be no problem to do to do these acts, as long as you're not planting the land, but to be cutting the fruits and, and gathering the fruits, which would normally be forbidden by an owner, would be permitted for the sake of the community. Okay? So that's a pretty amazing Ramban and a pretty huge leniency. This remained basically as just a theoretical halacha for most of Jewish history, right? We weren't in the land of Israel. And it's not mentioned, this Tosefta, in the Bavli or Shalmi or the Rambam as a halacha. It's not brought down as a halacha. In the year 1905, Rav Kuk wrote a book about Shemitah, and he wrote that we should start using this Otsar Beitin idea of the Tosefta in the modern state of Israel. Well, it wasn't the state of Israel, but in the land of Israel where we desperately needed a way to survive. There's very little food in any year, so especially to take a full year off was very dangerous. And in addition to the Hetra which was very controversial and is a shear for another day, he felt we should combine it with this Otsar Beitin and the Beitin should be set up to harvest land, harvest fruits and vegetables, and then give it out. But he would allow for a small charge to be taken to pay the workers and the Bezdin for their work. So you would end up paying for the fruits and vegetables, but you wouldn't pay the same prices that you would pay 
uh, during the year because you're not paying for the profit of the fruits, you're just paying for their workers. This remained somewhat theoretical, even though Rav Cook teamed up with Rav Chaim Berlin who wrote a letter and very much supported this. Um, it was just a theoretical idea. But the Chazanish saw eye to eye with Rav Cook for the most part. And in 1945, he opened up business with the Otsar Beitim and also encouraged others to use this, this uh, Otsar Beitim uh, suggestion. He even was more lenient than Rav Cook in this case, which Rav Cook felt that only Durabanans could be violated for the sake of the fruits and vegetables. Chazanish felt even their right as pretty much almost anything could be done as long as it was a based in doing for the fruits and vegetables and not a, uh, an actual owner. About 20 years ago, in the state of Israel, an Otsar Haaretz was set up and they started throughout the land uh, getting fruits and vegetables, getting farmers to sign up instead of using Heter Mechira to do Otsar Haaretz and hiring Bezdin to hire workers, oftentimes non-Jewish workers, but all sorts of workers to gather the fruits of the land. And this is currently, you can sign up for Otsarets and get fruits and some vegetables uh, here in the land of Israel. Now, the main advantage of, uh, of this is that the fruit and vegetables that you get from Otsarets have the Kedusha of Shvi'is. They have the laws of Shvi'is. You feel the law that it's a Shemitah year. You have to treat them with special sanctity. You have to know the laws of Shvi'is. Of, of, uh, you can't just throw them away, etc., etc. And this gives us a feeling like it's actually the year of Shvi'ita, as opposed to Heter Mechira, where the Kedusha is lost and it's basically just a regular fruit and vegetable and you hardly know the difference and you buy it in the store like any other year. And um, since it has uh, the, the many, many great rabbis support such an idea in the religious Zionist and in the Haredi world, it's considered a very, very good, maybe the best way to, uh, to, to support uh, the land of Israel, to buy produce from the land of Israel, from Jews in the land of Israel, and do all the laws of Shemitah. And it's good. It's good. That's what Rabbi Ramon writes. However, it must be noted that there are several drawbacks to the Otsar Beit Din solution. First of all, um, this will only work for fruits which grow on their own and vegetables in the first couple of months of the Shemitah year. As our year goes on, the vegetables, they won't grow on their own unless they are planted in the seventh year and that is not allowed. You can't plant them in the seventh year. It's only if they were planted in the sixth year and we're just harvesting them from the sixth, from the sixth year in the seventh year would we be allowed to do that. So it won't last all year round. Uh, the second issue is that some, if you go to the store and you just buy this shviz, uh, these fruits and vegetables, and it's the same price as it would be in a regular year, Malamed believes it's, it's, an, ish, it's an iser of schira. It has to feel different. It, it see, even if you're technically only paying for the wages of the workers, if it looks like you go into the store and you pay the same shekel that you would in a regular year, so then there would be an iser of schora. So it has to be cheaper. From my experience, it is a bit cheaper, and it does feel different in Otsara Arts, but it really 
depends on the store and the situation. Not everyone is as machmir, but Ramalamid on that one, Ramon, for example, is lenient and says, as long as we're paying the workers, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Uh, another issue is in order for trees to grow in the modern-day agricultural system, you need to mechazek them, you need to give them all sorts of tipulim, you need to, to work on them to make sure that the trees don't die throughout the year. And while the chazanish would allow that, the cook would not. Um, so that would be another question of whether, you know, usually I think they do rep- rely upon Chazanish, but Rav Cook might not have been so thrilled about that. Um, and selling fruits and vegetables to Chutzlarts is another big machlokes, while some permit it because it allows the agricultural, the farmers to subsist, to continue their work. Um, others believe that Rav Lamed, for example, believes that we cannot sell fruits to Chutzar, so that this Ozer Beitim was only for the land of Israel. Maybe that's why it's not as popular outside of the land of Israel, um, as far as I know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and so, for all these reasons, it's not the perfect solution, writes Rav Malamed. He actually prefers Heter Mechira, in many instances, to Ozer Beitim, which is pretty, pretty surprising. On the other hand, of Ramon and most religious Zionist rabbis, that I know of at least, and most rabbis in general, do support the Otsar Beitin. Um, it's a bit more complicated. It's a bit, you know, time-consuming to, to sign up with them and to send the money. But ultimately, you're supporting Eretz Israel, you're supporting Jews' agriculture. You do learn the laws of Shemitah very well, and you get the mitzvah of eating fruit with Kedusha of Shviz, as the Ramban writes, that's a big mitzvah. Uh, you do would be careful, you know, not buying large quantities necessarily if you're going to end up throwing it out. This is an issue that the army deals with. The army has primarily bought from Otsar Beitin, Otsar Arts, and um, they actually got a heter that they are allowed to dispose of vegetables and fruits because they buy such a large quantity of fruits and vegetables. But for a private individual, you are not supposed to throw out the fruit and vegetables in the regular type of way. You have to treat the fruits and vegetables with the Kedusha of Shviyas. So one must be very, uh, one must learn the laws of Shemitah, which you can do easily from Ramon's book um, or other articles online and um, learn how to use the, the produce and dispose of it properly uh, to fill the special mitzvahs of this year. One last note, again, sometimes it seems like a burden to learn all these extra laws and uh, then treat with you know the fruits and vegetables a little bit differently during this year of Shemitah. But ultimately, it's a privilege to be able to, to live in Eretz Yisrael, to fulfill the mitzvahs of Eretz Yisrael, to eat the holy, holy fruit of Eretz Yisrael. And it, we should look at it as a privilege and not, not a, uh, a burden. All right, hope this is helpful. Like I, As you know, I'm not a posek. I'm simply reporting back to you uh, what I read uh, in the Pnine Halacha and Rav Ramon Sefer to, I guess, you know, get you to do your own research um, on these really interesting topics. Have a wonderful day.